Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Love of Our Animals. I am your host, Sarah Troy, right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com, and my guest all the way from Australia is Joanne Watson. And we're going to be talking about your pets behaving badly. Is it a reflection of what's going on around them? Is it a reflection of you? Um, Or is it kind of a tendency, they're trying to get attention and they just don't know how to grab it? She says she wants more people to know about the options and how to get your pet to behave differently. And she can do it over Zoom. And one thing that COVID showed her is that many different and often surprising things can be accomplished over a Zoom now. And uh, this is one of them. She firmly believes in fixing pets behaving badly because life is stressful enough without having our fur-legged family adding to that stress. They're supposed to help us calm and relax and have fun, not add to the turmoil or the burden of life. Also, in the case of anxious pets, they can harm themselves, and we don't like that either. Christmas can bring out a magnifying of behaviors because everyone's excitement and stress levels rise. So does theirs. So the definition of behaving badly is under naughty in the English Oxford uh, Dictionary, where naughty is described as badly behaved or disobedience. So if your pet isn't doing what you want, then technically it's naughty, disobedient, behaving badly when compared to the set of rules. She has spent a lot of time working on how to fix these problems with her own animals, and now she's here to help others. Uh, we definitely want to know how to do this. I don't have a pet at the present moment. I do have a fur cat that belongs to my wonderful 90-year-old um, housemate. Uh, and she's got us trained completely. <laughs> so I am I the massage that. and the treat woman. Um, yes. <laughs> when, when I move, I am definitely getting a pet again because there's something about an animal that is an extraordinary companion becomes your best friend, your confidant, always there for you, brings you such joy and happiness and just the simple things of life. Yet they're not unconditional love. Unconditional. You know, they want a walkies, they want their treats, uh, give me dinner and now belly rub. And you just, you know, I was with my son this uh, last weekend and I was sleeping with the dog under my arm and the cat on my lap. Right. And it's, uh, that know, sounds like heaven to me. Oh, it's absolutely <laughs> heaven. But, you, you know, you don't want to turn over because you don't want to disturb them. And, you know, they don't care. <laughs> They'll just get back on you again. But you know, we're so conscious of it because we're just loving it so much. So yes, why exactly. Why does an animal behave badly? Let's take, let's take a, a, a dog, for instance, because that's more the common one. Why mm-hmm. do they behave badly? Usually it's they're trying to communicate with us. Um, most animals want to be a good pack member mm-hmm. and um, so they know the rules and they're really quick at find, working out the rules. And they, I mean, you would know that um, just with your experience with, with animals that you've had, that you said some, you know that your um, housemate's cat comes to you for massages and treats. Yes. She knows exactly what to do for you. It's a bit like kids when they know they go to mum for um 
going to sport things and goes to dad for academic things or, or whatever it is. Because right. I know in my family, if I wanted anything horse related, I'd go and ask <laughs> mum. If I wanted a day off school or wanted to go on an excursion or something, I'd go and ask dad. Um, animals if are you exactly want to be the spoiled, same. You go to grandma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'd bypass mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and animals very quickly work out our the buttons that they can press for us to get what they want mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, basically how to, to use us or motivate us for things. And when they're behaving badly, it's to give us some sort of message. And that's why they use support dogs um, for people who have epilepsy or diabetes because they are so good at noticing changes in us at the really micro cell level. And um, that's a dog can pick up when an epilepsy episode or a diabetic episode is happening way before our diagnostic tools can can pick it up way before. And that's way before the person themselves knows. So that that gives them a much bigger window Mm -hmm. in order to action their plan, whether that's have their medicine or get to a safe place or get home or ring whoever they need to ring, they can action their plan and often that means they don't go into that episode because they've actioned it really, really early. Mm, Um, I have a friend with epilepsy and she says that countless times that her dog has saved her life just from her, you know, like in the middle of cooking and having, you know, it's coming on and and either she can set the house on fire or herself on fire or whatever and the dog literally pulling her away you know, from yep. the stove. And it's just that their, their instincts are absolutely beautiful and incredible, especially when they're honed yeah. in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, so that's what that's what our animals are picking up from us. And, like, we can be, have a bad day at work and come home and just before we walk through the door we can say to ourselves, right, leave that all behind, put a fake smile on my face, I'm going to walk in really happy. You will fool everybody in the house except for the dog or cat. Yes, Yes, just they'll know. Yeah, and um, and that's why often um, people who don't like cats, the cats will jump up onto mm. them because they know that they need something, yes. and that um, the harmonic level of their purr is very calming for yeah. us and very yes. healing for us. So even if you don't like cats, it still works if they're purring um, right. and they're close to you, and you can hear that. It's really good if it's on you and you can actually feel it. Yeah, the heart-to-heart um, almost, right? Yeah. yeah. And horses have a very similar effect. Their heart range of calming for people is up to about a metre, a metre and a half. So you just have to get – you don't have to even have to touch the horse, but if you just get in within a metre and a half of their space or into their space, mm. then that can have a really calming effect on you, on your heart. And, and Boy, do we metabolism. need do we I need know. I mean I mean I know. You know, and that's dogs, why people love them exactly I mean they give so much and they ask for so little in return but I mean there's yep. also dogs for post-traumatic stress I've done many a yep. show on you know uh, veterans or you know um people who've had trauma in their life and how a dog yep. it just kind of knows when the stress level has gone up or when they don't feel safe mm-hmm. in an area. There's one gentleman who was a veteran and also a canine cop. And he was saying he would go to sleep with a gun under his pillow. And then mm-hmm. at night he would have the 
the shadows of the past coming out of the wall at him and you'd want to shoot it. And when they got a dog and the dog slept on the bed, he's never gone under the pillow again. So, you know, just shows the impact that they can have because they're so coming. In fact, they're actually breeding dogs for people. Um, They specialize in uh, women who abuse the children that have difficulties. And so they're breeding animals for that because there's such a long waiting list for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And like us, there are some that are more attuned to Mm. humans than others. So that's why, you know, if you get um, a family, a bloodline that is more attuned to the humans, (coughs) then that's why they're breeding them for those sorts of things as well. And it's just amazing. It's just yeah. amazing. And we all know or at least have heard of and probably have laughed a little bit at it, um, the animal and the owner that have the same injury or the same yes. walk or the same whatever. But they begin to because, look alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, and so I don't mind if I have to look like my horses. I'll be fine. <laughs> no. My husband might have a different view. <laughs> <laughs> Although he probably says I nag him already, so I'm probably there. <laughs> well, I am a nag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been to wife school. I know how to do that. Yes. <laughs> I have a lovely um, story of of um, one of my dogs, um, Border Collie. Border Collie was my breed. You know, I won't have one next time. I'm too old. But this was uh, my breed, and so I had four of them. And this um, was the third one. I'm in South Africa, and I had been given some um anti-anxiety pills but Mm -hmm. what they made you do they felt like oh you're high as a kite and you can fly (laughs) and I'm driving along the coast where it is a sheer drop of rock to the water and I'm coming up to a bend where you can actually stop and look over it's beautiful but it's also a suicide one why they never put a bar up I don't know but people would drive off and so I am just driving along ha 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 and my dog barked at me and I barked back at her. She poured me and I poured her. She then took her whole body and threw it on top of me. I, right. it was, I was driving sticks, so I came to a stop with my tires on the edge of the cliff. <gasps> Thank goodness for your dog. <sighs> How she oh. knew, I don't know. She knew there yeah. was danger. She knew I wasn't in the right state of mind. I snapped out yep. of it very quickly. They took yep. the drug Thank off you. the market because many people did die actually from it, uh, oh, committing suicide from it. But just we're here today because of her. And it's just yeah. incredible, their yeah. instincts. And you know, when people say, you know, uh, insult an animal, just like an animal or just like a dog, uh, 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 yep. I put them up higher. Me too. <laughs> I put them up higher than most humans. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. And, um, and like through a different lens, that dog's behavior could have been naughty. Yes. Yes. But Why are you bothering me? I'm driving. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. In that situation, it was perfect, perfect Absolutely. behavior. It's, so, it's, so that, sorry. I, mean, I just want to hit on the cat. When you talked about you come into the cat, you'll find you want to get on with the with chores or the cook the dinner, and the cat is in and around your your feet. You're thinking it's asking you for food, but maybe yeah. it's picking up your stress and just trying to give you a little loving, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So. In that situation where you're likely to trip over them, mm. it's a good idea to pick them up, give them a cuddle, yes. and then take them away and put them somewhere so that right. you've had that little bit of loving yeah. and you've removed it from Because I, I know I trip over her all the time. They're <laughs> <laughs> just trying like, to oh, give you some love. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then thank you for the message. Thank you for the calming and the yeah. love. I will 
go slow. Catch you later, I promise. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, and and that's what they're doing when they're pooing or, or, or sorry, pooping or, or peeing on the carpet or something right. or barking and, and seems to be at nothing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to tell us something because they're picking up maybe not from us but from the environment that there's something that's not quite right and a danger to their pack. Right, yeah, because we are part of the pack. And I know with my children I have three and the other two were above her, but she was always in competition with my youngest. (laughs) 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 And it's like trying to be above her in the pack and in some way she was (laughs) Stodilla. I think my dogs think my husband's at the bottom of the pack. Okay. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> he's the one he's the one that they can easily get past, you know, and, and c- cadge another treat out of, whereas <laughs> Joe's got, no, no, I know you've had three. Yeah. No. <laughs> and the droopy eyes, you know, come yeah, on. Okay. Yes. Go oh, see yeah. Ken. Yes. Go see Ken. He'll give in, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but do you also find that, you know, that they have a way of worming their way into the heart and the conscious where they make you feel guilty if you don't give them something? Um. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, but that's us, not them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a- and that's just them, like kids, playing the system and, and playing it to their advantage. Um, and and like with children, we have to have a set of rules and for their best interests. So, like, it's like kids. It's not a good idea to let them eat anything and everything that they want and get so overweight that it's a yeah, a health problem for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's same rules as people and, and children and stuff. Do you also yeah. find that, you know, if an animal is, is edgy and playing up, it's just maybe they need a damn good walk or run, mm. get mm. it out of their system because, you mm. know, they're feeling pent up, especially if people have been working all day, come home. Yeah, yeah yep. they know you want to go and get that glass of wine and put your feet up, but they want walkies. <laughs> but also you probably need that walk. Yeah. Mm. So it's a, a two-way thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to go for their own benefit, but they know it's a good way for you to calm down and to release whatever it is that you've been doing that day. Because mm-hmm. we also have an advantage over them in that they can pick up that we're stressed. Yes. Um, so like assuming for some reason I was a bit nervous about coming on here and talking to you. I mean, I know that would never happen. But, no, you know, definitely just, not. Just pretend. No. Business at breakfast. <laughs> she, she runs it. Don't worry. She, she, she's got this. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was nervous about this, then my animals would pick up on it. Yes. And, okay, we talk for a while here and then we finish and I go, oh, that's good. That was great. I really enjoyed it and I'm not stressed about that anymore. The dogs can understand that I'm not stressed anymore, but, different personality types some of them might go but I don't know what it was that she was stressed about it still might be out there so they don't always know when it's time to relax Mm. they're on guard yes yeah Mm. like people some people never relax yeah and um and some people never get motivated so they're always super relaxed Yes. And we have dogs like that too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which can be an issue too. If you're a type A personality person and you've mm. got a super relaxed dog, it might be trying to show you this is how you relax. Maybe you've probably never seen someone relax before, mum. So this is how you do it. <laughs> Come and join me. Yes. And I think that's, you know, our children teach us so much, don't they? You know, as we're raising our children and helping them learn what they're discovering, we're discovering. 
you know, and it's a good reminder sometimes to, to be kind of more childlike, to be lighter and have more fun in the world. Well, animals do exactly the same. You know, when people say to me, well, how do I ignite my heart again? You know, I'm feeling so injured. And I say, go hug out in nature. Hug yeah. a dog. Yes, hug a exactly. Go and watch a dog <laughs> chasing a stick. Go and watch a kid, you know, riding the Throw the stick for the dog. Yes. Right? If you can't crack a smile, uh, just simple joy, then I don't know. Yeah. We, maybe, you know, if there's a different issue here. But yeah. those animals, <laughs> just like children, just, just bring about a heart smile. They yes, kind of exactly. just release things completely. Yes, yes, it's um, that's so true. That's just so true. <laughs> now, can cats be used as therapy cats? Because I know dogs can, and they can be trained for it, as horses can, etc. But cats really do have a mind of their own. You're right in that they're a completely different animal type of animal. Yes, but. I find mine very therapeutic. There's lots mm -hmm. of people that are cat people and, and mm -hmm. don't really relate to dogs at all. Yeah. And um, you see lots of pictures and, and videos on uh, the net of cats doing yes. weird and wonderful things. I know. But <laughs> in different situations, it could be life-saving and life-changing for their owners just because the cat woke them up and there was actually a fire in the house or there was a snake that was going up onto the bed or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm in Australia, so we get snakes yes, in the country. <laughs> but, you know, we, get, we get snakes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, something that they know is different, uh, even if it's just that somebody that they don't know is knocking on the door, right. they might be a bit nervous and come and get you or something. So or where is – they might... know you're – You're right. Sorry, and then you know that – they know you're stressed and so they yeah. jump on you and they do that purring thing. Right, exactly. Mm. But, you know, what we're inclined to do is push them off, dismiss yep. them. Yep. And that is not the thing to do because it's like, what are they trying to say? Is it that they just want to hug and it's an inconvenient time, just like a kid mm -hmm. coming, you know, in the middle of you mm -hmm. doing something, they want to hug? Or are they like really trying call? to say, Like a Zoom call, yes. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's pay attention, you know, like slow down a little bit ourselves to pay attention. What really are they trying to say? Because, yes. we, you know, we impose our thing on them and brush them aside or not now or this, that. And it's like but they're doing their job and we're not paying attention to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you've got more than one animal, and one animal starts a behaviour mm. and then we take no notice of it and then another, one of the others start the same behaviour and then another, and we still take no notice of it and then another one starts back. We then blame the animals and say, oh, that one taught that one and yeah. then they all learnt it and because, you know, when really they're just trying to up the ante because because they don't speak English and we find it difficult to speak dog or cat or horse then um, or llama or chicken or whatever it is we're supposed to be speaking, then they try and up the ante. It's a bit like um, when somebody, a, a migrant comes to your country and you they don't have English, very good English, right. and we're trying to converse. Um, you're doing a lot of hand signals and and. Um, miming and all that sort of stuff to try and get your message across to them and that's what they're doing and some people when they're um, talking to someone who's not from an English speaking background they try and help the person understand by talking slower and louder and it's not that they've got a hearing problem it's no. they don't understand English yes. and um, so that's what the dog or the cat 
or the horse is doing, they're mm-hmm. upping the ante and they, they're trying to shout to help us to understand. But we're not understanding that the peeing on the carpet is actually to say, you're really stressed at work. You need to find a way to de-stress, whether it's find a new job or find a new hobby or something. Um, Why is it peeing, though? I mean, you know, my dog would do that and I didn't know that it was stress or I think it was, I thought it was a kidney problem. So why, what is the thing behind the peeing? Um, If you are a traditional person, you would just say that it's marking the territory or that they're trying to be, to attract your attention for something. And they're right for attracting your attention, but usually it's they're not trying to be nasty about it it's just that different people have different buttons to push Mm. like because I'm on 50 acres and my nearest neighbor is a mile away the closest is one two and a half k's away three k's um I don't really care if my dog barks in the middle of the night exactly but when you're in town and you've got someone that's only you know 200 foot that way yeah uh, or in, in an apartment building you don't want your dog barking. So a barking dog for that person in an apartment is much more of a trigger than it would be for me. So the dogs wouldn't bother barking. I mean, they would occasionally, but it's not a usual thing. Mm. Um, and I've got tile floors, so I don't really get that upset when yes, they exactly. have an accident. Yeah. So, But yeah. if you've got plush shag carpets or something, then you will, that will be a very big, button to push for you and you'll it'll be a very oh, big trigger yes because it goes right through you know yeah, to the lining the to the floorboard and you cannot get rid of that smell I you know. it's the mark their territory that's forever why <laughs> yeah. that's why i've got got tile floors now <laughs> <laughs> well it, one of the reasons and the house had it when i bought it so that was just a plus <laughs> yeah. easier to clean definitely way easier so yeah do you think that when people get animals that they should be trained? We're always talking about training the animal, but what about us receiving the training? Well, that's part of training your animal is the person mm-hmm. um, being trained as well. So that's why that's why it's a really good idea when you're having your animal trained to not hand it over to the trainer. Mm-hmm. but for you and the animal to go to the trainer and both learn together. So they often do that. In Australia, that's the usual way of doing it. Um, but I know from watching TV that there's a lot of places, and it's becoming more common in Australia as well, to hand your dog over to the trainer and get your dog fully trained, which then means you know that it knows the, the different commands, but you still have to be trained at some stage yeah. on, like, even if it's just this is a list of the commands that, Will work with this dog um so but yeah so but all the dogs that i've had as puppies and i've had to train we go together to the training and um as a group they do group training and we all learn how to make your dog sit and come and and do that so so yes you're right the person does has to have to be trained as well yeah and that means the whole family when when i was training my mm. last dog my mm. kids were teenagers and uh I had a trainer come in and all the kids were meant to be there so that everybody knew the same command. Exactly. But, you know, it was was harder to train the teenagers than it was the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, it can. Because we've got hidden agendas and, like, we're also thinking of other things and and when I finish this, I can then go and meet my friends and go and have a cuppa or go out for 
to the nightclub or whatever it is that that they're thinking. Whereas particularly dogs and horses, maybe not so much cats, but they're there in the moment yeah. with you. What are we doing? What are we doing? What yeah. are we doing? Yep, okay, I do that to get that treat. Yep, oh, okay, I know what that means now. Yeah, so they're really good, really good students. Mm. Um, and and you can do it with cats too. It just takes a bit longer because they are more likely to go, oh, what's that over there? Okay. Oh, there's a bright, shiny thing. Okay. But no, you can I'm still busy, do it. I'm busy grooming. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we have My a show here. calendar yeah. does not work it. Right, exactly. <laughs> we, we had a show on here called America's Got Talent and somebody came on with cats and took these cats through an entire performance. Like she had them so wow. well trained. And, you know, people are always gobsmacked at dogs. I mean, one actually won the award because they, the whole show, which was a bit mind blowing because it was a lot more complex type shows, but he was the most entertaining because he kind of had the dog uh, taking ownership over the owner, you know, so it was a reverse role, which made it fun. But this cat (laughs) one, everybody was gobsmacked. How did you get all of these cats to do these tricks? What magical wand do you have? Because trying to get one cat to do something, but a bunch of them? I mean, that, I mean, how? (laughs) I don't know if you have the same saying that we have over here in Australia, but we have um, a saying of when things are difficult or or just going off in all directions. It's just like herding cats. <laughs> in fact, actually, I've been using that over my authors <laughs> for my analogy book. <laughs> it's like herding cats, trying to get everybody coordinated. Yes. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so that guy's obviously a cat wrangler, so he, he's good. <laughs> well, she, it was a woman. It was oh, sorry, a young a girl, she. actually, a young girl. Well done. So it just, I know, I know everybody was just like, wow, they're so in, utterly yeah. impressed. I, you know, there was another show I did some time ago, and it was about a couple. Like he was um, um, a gynecologist, always delivering babies, and she was a concert pianist that, in in New York. And they bought this farm in, in uh, Colorado, uh, Carolina, and um, as a refuge for animals, for horses and right. other animals, and that was their desire. And uh, it, neither one of them really knew too much about it, but, the, you know, the heart was in the right place. And one night he was off delivering babies and she was there alone and she heard one of the horses, nay, 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 and kind of, what, what's going on? And she went out there and the horse was in, you know, in, in the gated area, but all the other horses had escaped. And so she had Dobbing. to call everybody up to wrangle it. And, yep. and then she, the next day she was having a pre-show call with me and she said, the, the horse did this. And I said, did you thank it? What do you mean? I said, go over to the horse with an apple today and thank it because it was telling you and it wasn't escaping. Yep. And she did that. And she said the horse was just like all over, not, you know, not even the apple, just all over her. And, you know, I said to her, go and have some conversations with the horse. The horse mm. will communicate with you. You will know what it's saying, even mm. though it's not yep. your English language. And then yep. she came back to me and said, my God, I just I had no idea. I had no idea. And then she started yeah. like a refuge of people coming, just sitting, as you said, not even touching yep. the horses, just sitting in the pen with the horses. Mm-hmm. And just just to, to feel connected again. Some people that had shut yep. down so completely. And yep. it, it just blew her away completely of the impact that they had. And that yeah. and this horse would then be the telltale horse to telling her everything that's going on. <laughs> But pay attention, yeah. right? Pay attention. Yeah. They've yeah. got so much wisdom to share. I've got three horses and um, the mare, she used to be 
the horse that would get out all the time. And if one of the other horses got out, um, I didn't mind so much and I wouldn't be that quick to go and get them because it would do them good to have an extra feed of grass or whatever. Yeah. Or a run. Yep. And they weren't going to be doing anything super silly. So, yeah, it might take me an hour to go and get them and bring them and put them back and fix the the fence and all that sort of thing. If my mare gets out, I'm there. I'm gone. I've got got her because she's um, of the type of horse that can get really sick if she eats too much and stuff. They call it founder and, um, and or laminitis is the modern word for it. And um, so she was telling me then once I worked out what was happening and stuff and like, each time it was something that somebody in my life was crossing my boundaries that, you know, ah. the boundaries. That, and she was trying to tell me that yeah. this is what was, yeah, have a look this at is, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not this on. This is my reaction. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 And yeah. now that I, I've been doing that and it was four times she did it, mm-hmm. um, and one time was because I was um, doing a course and I got into a slightly different course to what I want. And it, I worked out it was, oh, I was wanting that course because the grass was greener on the other side. <laughs> Sometimes they can be really punny. That's just yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, there's, even though it was really annoying and a, and a pain to have to go and catch her and put her back and fix the fence, um, it was a message that I needed. I needed. And so, so, you know, how do yeah. we pay attention? You know, it, we, we chastise an animal for behaving badly, but, you know, um, I had another gentleman, uh, Josh Goodall. Uh, he had he was one of my hosts on my network for a while, um, and the picture I actually used for his banner was a dog looking completely utterly stressed out, tongue sticking out, eyes crossed, everything else, you know. Uh, and you know he would he was a more of a spiritual kind of healer with dogs, so he could really hear what they had to say. And he said most of the time the problem is us. We, you know, we either impose too much anxiety on them and they're trying to, to help us, but it's a little too much for them or yeah. are stressed out. And then the animal stresses out, especially a dog. And you go, mm-hmm. well, why are you stressed out? Well, you know, you are. So I'm going to be oh, this stupid hand thing constantly. Hey, no, I do it too. I have to sit on my hands. <laughs> I know. No, you know, speak with my hands on that. The stupid hand thing on Zoom goes all over the place. So, yeah. <laughs> And, oh, and the time you do want it, you can't get it. Right? It yeah. won't go up. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> but we've got to bear in mind that whatever's going on in our lives, they, they're feeling, and, and sometimes at an exponential rate than we are. And if they're reacting, is they're reacting out to, because we're reacting out and they don't know what to do with it, or they're trying to comfort us, and maybe they can't because the reaction mm-hmm. is too strong. Yes, I agree with all of that. Yes. And... They also um, try, because they're here to help us and help us in our lives doing whatever it is they can do possibly do to help us. They'll also take on some of our diseases. So sometimes they get sick before we do to try and help us, to give us that space so that we can get better because they're confident of their ability to get better. And they also know that we're more likely to take them to the vet than take ourselves to the doctor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. um so they will often sacrifice their own health to to help us and give us that space that we need to, in order to get stuff done and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I, I want to hit on the food for a moment because 
there's mm -hmm. so much bad food out there for animals, you know, especially oh, dogs yes. and cats. I mean, it's got so many fillers and so many cancer-causing things. And a vet is expensive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people just simply can't afford it. You know, we know that animals for people with post-traumatic stress or any disorder or seniors is a, is a, a lifeline. You know, it will mm -hmm. give them a better quality of life. But they're the ones that can't afford the vet bill. And so, mm -hmm. and to afford them to feed the really good food is very expensive, but they want to. Um, and we need to pay attention to how our pets or animals like their food. Because yes. very often, if they're not eating it properly, then we kind of know that they don't like it. They're not being fussy. They're telling you it's not good for them. Yes. Yes, a lot of that time. So, I mean, like us as well, they can have their likes and dislikes mm -hmm. and that can be a little inconvenient sometimes. Um, but, yes, mostly they are telling. I've, I've got three brands of um, the little tins of tuna that I buy and one of them I really, really like, but it's quite expensive. Mm -hmm. So when I have it on my rice, I um, drain the, the oil that it's sitting in yeah into the one of the dog bowls mm. now my dog will only eat the oil and the cat will they'll almost they'll eat it together they'll only do that with the most expensive brand of course they've got good taste and so, <laughs> but it's also telling me that there's other additives in the other yeah. two brands that's yeah. not good for them so therefore it's not good for me exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly so uh, my bro my husband has finally said to me yesterday only yesterday just buy the good one just buy that one yeah exactly. <laughs> don't worry about the other stuff <laughs> yeah I, and, and that's the, I used to do that I used to take the oil and you know put it in their food because it's really good for them one night I can put a raw egg in and something good for their coat and actually yeah yep. I used to cook for mine and um, I, I have a pumpkin in there and all various types of meat and some rice and things like that and the kids mm -hmm. were coming oh dinner sound smelling good and they go it's for the dog. You cook better for her than you do for us. <laughs> <laughs> I do the the rice and vegetables stuff mm. as well. I just do rice and vegetables and then I add other meat and stuff yeah. and try and give as many raw bones as possible. But some dogs, they just can't eat bones. They, yeah. um, you, you've got to, um, I was going to say fiddle, but, but you're just going to have to work out for your particular dog um, what it is that, that they they can do um and it, again it might be a message it might be a message that you have a dietary issue that is not oh, um that's not being looked at yet it hasn't been diagnosed or hasn't been investigated yet so that might not that i'm suggesting that everyone start eating raw bones although we <laughs> used to do that apparently <laughs> A couple of thousand years ago. <laughs> Hopefully, we've evolved since then. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I'm not going to be eating it raw bones anytime soon. Um, but yeah, maybe it's it's often something that we should should get look at our own lifestyle yeah. and and see how it's being affected like that. You've got yeah. dogs that can sniff out cancer. You've heard numerous yes. times of saying, uh, you know, my my dog kept touching my breast or kept touching my stomach over and over again and eventually yep. went to see a doctor and it was cancer or it was some other disease and it's again they can't speak our language but why don't we rather like anybody you know children who are autistic or children that have mm -hmm. other differently ableness you know um, look to how we can communicate with them on their level and not always demand that they have to come into our verbiage yeah yeah 
Because ours might not be the best. Right. We just might be the most common. Yeah. Rather than the best. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it's easier for us if they come to our level, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's just being selfish, really. We should be trying to work out how to communicate with each other on on whatever level works. Now, you do have some animals, especially if you get a rescue dog, mostly mm-hmm. dog rather than cat, uh, but cats will scratch you and all of that. But if you have had a dog that's been abused um, and you rescue it, it's going to have some triggers. It's going to have to build up the trust. You know, what What can we do with that? Because very often those are the kind of dogs we do want to rescue and give them a second chance in life. But we mm-hmm. also have to be careful. Certainly do. Um, firstly, although it's really sad that they've been abused, it's because they've been abused that we want to have them, that we mm-hmm. want to help them. And that's the link and that's our connection with them. Um, so I'm not saying keep up the abuse or anything. I'm just saying that's, <laughs> that's how we we start our, our connection with them. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's basically working, again, working with each animal on its own level because mm-hmm. they've connected with you so they know that you can help them and that they can help you. We just think we're helping them. Right. But there, there is that reciprocal arrangement because otherwise they wouldn't have been interested in us in the first place. If you do have an animal that is inclined to be violent, you know, attack or snap. I had a border collie. She was straight from the farm. She was first generation domestic. It was yep. my fourth one. So I knew them. But I had to be careful around children, especially with high pitches, because you'd want to herd them into a corner. <laughs> I like that dog. (laughs) Okay. I'm, uh, (laughs) I really like that dog. (laughs) Well, it didn't go down too well with my in-laws, you know, to see their kid in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the kids were screaming and shouting and this and that. nip 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 into that so and it was never attacked this is just doing her job right nipping it into a corner oh I wish I'd seen that (laughs) she was quite a character Uh, but also when the kids were play fighting or fighting and kind of you know play fighting and kind of screaming no 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 or actual fighting if they were play fighting she would put a toy or a stick in her mouth and jump all around them but no they were play fighting so the stick was to stop her from knitting is she for anybody was hurting anyone nip what a good girl (laughs) (laughs) she was the nanny (laughs) (laughs) but again through a different lens yeah you could understand how some people might think that that was a really badly behaved dog yes because it's you know obviously something that's got to be taken off and taken away and put down because it's a danger to everybody. Right. Whereas she was so protective and she was so good, mm-hmm. that was exactly what you needed. Exactly, exactly. You know, my extended arm of discipline. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But you know, and you do probably have... they're more likely to listen to her than to you anyway. Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 
But if you do have a dog that is violent, you know, it does that is that violence. I mean, you know, you've got this whole pit bull thing. And, you know, I, I remember seeing some kids with a puppy trying to make it violent. And I just went up mm. there and played mummer on them, almost boxing their ears, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because an animal, again, will mimic. And if you're going to make it be violent, it will be. But if you show yes. it love, it will give you love. Um, yes. And we've got these people, there was a whole movie of a dog that had a partial bit of pit bull in it and they banned it from the city and a whole, actually it's a lovely story, but because of how it came back, et cetera. Um, but we're, we're the ones that are the problem. And, you know, we we assume yes. that certain dogs, because they're police dogs or they're, they're you know, uh, guard dogs or anything, that they must be violent. But they were created that way. It's not in mm-hmm. in the in their nurture that it can be in their nature if it's brought out yes yes but that's like people as well isn't mm. it it's like yeah. people yeah is that why but we that, call but... people some bulldogs <laughs> yeah and sometimes that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yes <laughs> there are times where, where those <laughs> traits can come in quite handy <laughs> yeah but but you could also see that like and I'm not suggesting everyone turn into one of these, but if you were someone who wasn't doing things completely legal in your household, then if you had a dog that whenever anyone knocked on the door, it went to the front door and just sat there and growled or barked, you would think that was a good thing. Yeah. But in a general family situation, not so good thing because right. it might be a young child on the other end, other side of the door just coming yeah. to play or something. So, again, it, it's different situations and what you're wanting that, that animal to do and to be mm. and stuff. And that's that's the level that I work on and stuff, right. trying to working out with them what their expectations are and what the person's expectations are and right. trying to get – and I do that translating between um, the, the animal and the person. Yeah, my, I mean, yeah. my dog used to be at the door barking and then I would yeah. go, just hold her collar so she wouldn't jump and then and just open the door, see it is. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I see who it is. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And yep. then it would be a look at me and look at them and you're okay, mom? Yes. Okay. Now I can go off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because exactly. she's doing her job. She was protecting the household and, make, you know, um, and if she probably knew the person in a car, you could be in the car with me. The moment yeah. you're on the outside of the car, you're the enemy. She'll be oh, at yeah. that window. Like <laughs> well, some dogs take their jobs that <clears throat> they think yeah. that they are supposed to be doing. They take it very seriously. Yeah. yeah. And there are others that don't take it quite so seriously. Yeah. Would you say that there are certain animals that shouldn't be around certain people because they're just too volatile with each other or just you know, not compatible. Like if you've got somebody that is highly stressed all the time, you know, is there a certain animal that would not be good for them because it would be too hard on the animal? I think that there are people and animals that shouldn't be together, but more because of a miscommunication, mm. not because that they if, – if the person decided that they wanted to communicate with the, with the animal, then then that's fine. That um and but if the if the person was was closed off mm. and no that's just a badly behaved animal well then yeah they shouldn't be with that animal it I doesn't matter whether it's a horse or a cat or a dog right and you generally find those people so highly strong 
they're more likely to be on the violent side rather than on the I'm listening side. Oh, yes, much, yeah. But yeah. there's also those people that are just closed off from life and are shutting yeah. themselves off from everything and they yeah. just don't want anybody or anything to to yeah. come in through those barriers because they themselves, for whatever reason, have decided that they're withdrawing from society. Yeah. And an mm. animal will know, you know, like if, mm. an, if an animal's... You know, my, my my dog used to tell me I don't like that person. Hackles would go up mm -hmm. and I'm looking yep. thinking, well, the person seems perfectly fine. And she's looking at me going. <laughs> 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 yeah. And it's like, OK, I respect you're seeing something I'm not seeing. OK, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. Right. So don't get too involved. Um, but, but we're, in, we're inclined to go, don't do that. You know, and it's like, yeah, no, it's like, OK, how about thank you. I got it. Thank yep. you. I got it. Right. Yep. Exactly. That's a much better attitude to have. Yeah. And they will pick up on that because they know that your intention has gone, has yes. changed. Yeah. You've paid attention. Yes. Right. Yes. That's the important thing. I remember throwing, yes. uh, used to throw her whatever, a ball or a stick, and I was doing it at a park. And every time she did bring it back to me, because you'd have to do the circles and make me go and get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if she did bring it back to me, I would say, thank you. And this woman said, yeah. do you say thank you to your dog? I said, yes, if she's brought the ball back to me, I'm saying thank you, right? And, and you know, she's followed the command, so thank you. I've never seen that before. I must try it. And I go, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with thank you to an animal? You know? Yeah, exactly. I often say thank you to my animals or good job or yeah. good dog, good girl, good yes, boy, whatever. Exactly. Mm. They want to yeah. know that they're, they're in the good list, you know, on the good side as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. you work with people that are having issues with their animals, whether it's cat, <laughs> horse, dog, um, and just help them find that communicational skill? Yes. Yes. So, um, well, I actually do the translating for them. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. And um, often people will say um, – after we've had a couple of sessions or something, they then are more comfortable because they, they know um, I won't think that they're loopy, but right. they'll say, I've had this feeling about this situation. And so I'll, you know, we'll do some some checking and some testing and, and yep, yeah. that's exactly what's happening. So they're learning oh. to pick up the message. Mm. But they need yeah. to see how you do it first. So obviously, you know, um, you're the animal whisperer, so you're able to translate what the animal is saying. And a lot of people will think that's loopy. Well, it's not speaking English to me, so how do you understand it? Well, yeah. we're talking to yeah. each other all the time in silence with our body language, exactly. with our, our energy signature, with that's the frequency yep. that we're setting off, the vibe that we're setting off. You're picking yep. up on that frequency. So you know what the the intention is of the animal because you're yeah. tuning in. Yeah, the particular modality that I use is the pillar code, and that's but that's just how I um, get it into a, a, a form that I can understand it and stuff. So, and so then I can just translate it into code? English. The pillar code is a modality that is, um, and you can get, use it for animals or people. Um, I can use you can use it for anything that's living, so trees or the land or anything. Um, and it just then is a way of working out what the issues are and how to to solve whatever issues being is going so, on. So tuning into the frequency of whatever is living, animal or, yeah. or nature, yeah, and then and then and, clearing the block or the problem right. or the issue so that um, it then can heal and and go on and be better at what they're doing. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you know, blocked chi, blocked energy, very often is yep. the problem. It's the emotional yep. problem, the physical problem. Um, you know, it, and if we understand where that blocked chi is and we're able to release it, then, mm -hmm. you know, we're fluid creatures. We need to constantly exactly. be in flow. And yes. if that flow is yes. interrupted, that's when we're going to have either emotional or physical problems. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And if you start on the energy, then that will be magnified by the mind and then that will go on to the body and be manifest in the body and usually it's as something that we don't want like some yeah. sort of disease or disorder or dysfunction mm. of some sort right yeah is it and a kind what, of a form of reiki um reiki is a very similar way so if you understand reiki and have heard of reiki then that's a very good picture to have in your head mm. i i'm a reiki master as well mm. um i feel it's stronger than right. Reiki, but I'm not trying to denigrate Reiki at all. Reiki right. is an amazing modality and I love it and I still use it in different situations. Um, this and is more honing in? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I can, yeah, honing in is a really good way. I can pinpoint this yeah. better than than I I could at Reiki, but that just might mean I, I wasn't as good at Reiki as other Reiki masters are. Um, but, no, I, I find this... For me, mm -hmm. Reiki is like having a garden hose going flat out with water coming through it. And this, the pillar code, is like a big yard hose going full bore with her. So it, it, to me, it just feels stronger. Right. But, but it's, it's similar energy. It, the, the thing is that each one of us has a, an instrument, a gift that we're given, that we have to learn how to play, right? And then it's how yes. do we use that gift? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we need to join an orchestra. Sometimes it's okay to be the soloist. But that's the gift that we have. And not everybody comprehends it if it's not black and white or tangible, you know, that it actually does require a faith and a trust or an understanding of energy. Even though we all use it and do it every day, not everybody is cognitive of it. As yes. they were, I yeah. think they probably be, might, might be kinder in their energy mm -hmm. than they are. Mm -hmm. Um, so your gift is that you're able to really hone in uh, on the message because that's your channel. You're communicating. Yes. You're able to turn those knobs and and tune in to the channel and hear what is being said or feel exactly. what's being said because really it's a feeling that translates into a knowledge. Sometimes I see it as pictures, mm. but, yes, usually it's a feeling, yes. And um, I was told a couple of months ago that um, – and I can understand this completely, um, and that's really lovely, that households with young children and pets in it are really lucky because the pets are the ones that put the very lovely uh, pictures in the children's mind to yeah. help them go to sleep. Mm. So, so I just thought that was beautiful. Whether yeah. it's a cat or a dog or yeah. doesn't matter, um, they're the ones that, that put the, the nice pictures in the child's mind so they can go to sleep. I interviewed somebody who who helps people who are grieving the the loss of a pet. Um, uh -huh. You know, some people it's just a pet. Get another. No, it's it is some like a child. Like I know. Yes. Don't get it. <laughs> I mean, it's been seven years, and and um, a, a wonderful artist. Um, what's her name? Nap. Um, Kathy Nap did a beautiful painting for me of my dog that I lost seven years ago. And she's right there looking uh -huh. at me all the time. And it's that special look that she used to give me and give me. And it's yeah. like a part of me went with her as it does yeah. in grief. You lose a part of you. Um, yes. 
and we just did a you know a, a tribute to my son's dog uh, that he had for 10 years who was a, a deaf Frenchie and that was oh, his nice. baby his this baby yeah. could do no wrong she was a bit of a nightmare because she didn't realize when she got excited she sounded like a seal being slaughtered and like everybody would just look at her and and like run in the opposite direction because she's charging at them and they didn't realize she just wanted to play <laughs> oh the poor thing no wrong whatsoever and even though you know she was sometimes behaving badly um but it uh, you know, the loss of it, you know, he was with me when, when my Kokomo was put down. We had somebody come and release her from this world. And we were right there. She was, I had all day with her in my arms and I was holding her face as she as she went. And with the yeah. cat, it, it kind of came on too quickly. But again, I was holding her and mm -hmm. he actually got to say goodbye to his dog. And my, my daughter had like a, a four hour period where they found out the cat had all these uh, cancer things inside it and they couldn't rescue it. And so she had yep. to say goodbye. It yep. really does tear you apart. You really mm. are losing a good part of you. So, you know, we need, just as we would any human, we need to grieve when we do yes. lose them because they're beautiful yeah. lights of energy here for a short period of time. They will yes. leave us. They will. Yes. But or, even though they have to, have to leave us and that's really, really sad, it's still so worthwhile having them okay. in our lives. Oh, yes. The beacon of light that they are, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been without a dog now for six years and I just can't wait when I move to get, <laughs> get one because uh, I, I need one. I need one in my yeah. life completely. Um, I think what we need to actually understand, and this is something that I don't know what's wrong with humanity because we're going backwards uh, you know, all the hate rhetoric and, you know, all the yeah. all the nastiness that's out there in the world. If we could just honestly live in the same love and kindness that an animal gives us, if mm. we could live in that same vibration, mm. what a world we would live in. Mm. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Mm. It would be so amazing. It would be so beautiful. <sighs> I know horses. I'm not a horse person, although I am the year of the horse. But I was, <laughs> well done. Uh, That's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asthmatic. Unfortunately, I was allergic to them, so I couldn't really ride them. But um, I just absolutely love them. They are such beautiful creatures, and they 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 again have such character and such and it's personality. The thing to flying that you can have without yes, being a bird. riding a horse. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I can imagine. You know, especially when you see one running along the beachfront. Ah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they have such an incredible intelligence. Uh, and yet, you yep. know, how many horses have you got? You've got work horse, plow horse, pack horse, race horse, breeding horse. I mean, so many different. They've got so many different roles in life. Um, yes. And again, it's, it's uh, are we valuing what they have to give? Because, you know, back in the day, it was horse and cart. And we valued them because they got us around. Now to have a horse is more to do with pleasure. Mm -hmm. right than yep. it is to do with practicality so have you seen a difference towards horses i know you're a horsewoman so <laughs> i feel like i've been around forever but i wasn't really in the horse and carts era which is a bit of a shame because <laughs> i would have loved it oh yeah um <laughs> but i don't think we value race horses except yeah. for the amount of money that they can yes they can win the person yeah. um so, um, and I still think, 
I, I think they they're with a lot of other animals in that because they're not human yeah. for some reason humans they're think than. they're inferior. Yeah. 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 So but those that know and love them, sometimes they're misguided and wouldn't treat the horse how I would treat it, but right. they're still treating it the best way they know how. So that's part of their journey and, and their learning as well. Um and then there's some just out and out utter bastards that absolutely don't yes. want to learn anything. And but they that's should not be in front of the back of a horse. That's it. Yes. <laughs> what back is the hand just... again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sitting on mine. <laughs> but they would do that to whether it was a horse or a dog or a cat or yeah, a person, exactly. child. Yeah. Yes. Anything that they think they're stronger than, they would do that. Right. I mean, what we're seeing now, which is absolutely beautiful, I have a show on that as well, is therapy horses. And you talked yeah. about it, where the horse, whether you're riding the horse or just in the arena with the horse, that expansion of the heart vibration. But you take somebody that maybe have a language barrier, and I don't mean foreign, but you just can't articulate, an autistic child or whatever, and somehow when they get on the horse, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's the language or not, but the joy of being on that horse is just so exuberant. Yes. And there's such a trust factor. And there's something about the horse that's just like said, I've got you. I've yes. got you. You're safe with me. Yes. I, I haven't seen, um, I've heard of, but I haven't actually seen autistic children on horses. But I have, I used to in another life um, help Down syndrome children. Mm -hmm. With, with riding horses and um, it's just as you described it's just amazing and it's like the horse gives them wings and they can they feel like they can do absolutely anything and I'm um, most certainly I have a, a grandson with Down syndrome he's just seven months old right now but later on in life definitely get him on the horse and you know give, yeah. give him all that <laughs> energy support you know because yes. they are a bundle of energy but I feel what the animals do is kind of hone that energy in to mm -hmm. a way that they can bring about in life. And <clears throat> and um, just on a, a side note of Down syndrome, I don't know if you've seen it out of New Zealand uh, called Down with Love. And it's uh, oh, children no. with Down syndrome mm -hmm. falling in love. It is so yeah. beautiful and so heartwarming. It is really gorgeous. <laughs> But I think the reason why they get on so well with animals is because on many levels, they operate on the same level. They operate yes. on energy, right? Just and on they don't good vibrations. Have, yeah. yeah. And they don't have an agenda. Or an ego. Yes. Yes. And our ego trips us up oh. so often. So often. Even, awesome. when you tr even when you're aware of it and try not to do it, it mm -hmm. still trips you up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, and that's the thing about an animal. It can put you in check, can give you a nice little reminder, mm -hmm. all right? You know, mm -hmm. and and I think it's, you know, we can say they bring us down to earth, but I'm a cosmic child. So I also think they elevate us up <laughs> into yes. the heavens yes, as well. So they do both. <laughs> they do both. And, and it, you know, just that, that whether it's the horses. And, you know, let's not just stop there at the domestic animals. Let's look, you know, I've got another show here of, farm sanctuary or rescuing farm mm -hmm. animals and you know we're seeing more and more people you know hugging cows and talking to cows and how they cows love give music. the best hugs oh yeah they yes. give the best hugs yes. they are so good at hugging right 
And then you've got the elephants and things like this. But, you know, the, the, the guy who took the oh, piano into the field and just played for the cows and the cows are there and another one playing for the elephants and the elephants are swinging back and forth, you know. <laughs> They are rhythm, right? You know, they're boogieing there. So. I'd, I'd like a cuddle from a, an elephant. I reckon they'd give a really good hug. Yeah, my daughter went um, to a sanctuary and she said, yes, it was just absolutely out yeah. of this world. Yeah, you know, and it, and again, it's it's, I think we need to switch it around. We think we're doing animals of behavior by taking them in, taking them for walks, feeding them and this and that. They don't realize that, you know, and there's that wonderful Facebook thing about rescue. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, how's your rescue human going? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and they are, they are here to, to do that. And I remember one time a lot was going on in my life and my dog was getting older and, and you know, someone like yourself read that and said, she can't take your stress on anymore. She's too old. Right. Uh -huh. And yep. that's sometimes we've got to honor that too, is that yes. we know that they, they're there to comfort us, but sometimes this does not oversaturate them. Yes. Yes. So, um, and again, even if the only thing I did was able to be empty them out completely so that could, they could take more of our stuff on, yeah. then that would be so such a fulfilling job. But to be able to actually tell the human mm. what they're feeling and what they're the reason for this particular thing it's just so good yes <laughs> so good. and you know how do you empty them out how do you actually take that energy and kind of i'm i'm downloading this so it's it's deleted how do you do that and uh, that's just that's the main way of the modality of the pillar code that's the, that bit of magic that you learn when um you become a practitioner and you just clear the block and um it just dissolves and then the healing can start again it's Why just don't we baby. do it to ourselves? I do. <laughs> so you're not just the animal whisperer, human whisperer as well. No, um, that's right. <laughs> um, my God, do we need that in the world? I mean, I'm sure when you're downloading and deleting on the animal, it's a, it's a, if it's in the same presence as the owner, it's, it's happening to them as well. They just don't know because, it. <laughs> of course, it's a partnership and some yes. people's egos won't let them yeah. take on that. Then... um. I work on the animal and the partnership and therefore it has an effect on the person as well. Yeah. Right. And sometimes the um sometimes it's the the animal is thankfully just a mirror of what's mm. happening in the person. So it's really only the person that is having the yeah. issue, even though they don't acknowledge it. And because I clear it in the mirror, it clears in right. the person. Right. Yeah. We don't put a lot of emphasis on clearing, do we? You know, we load up and no. load up and load up. But how do we download? Yes. You know, I know yes. people ground it into the planet and the planet is saying, hey, will you please keep that to yourself? I'm saturated. You know? <laughs> so we need to find ways of, of just letting it go, letting it evaporate. Yeah. Yeah. Although going back into the earth does um, cleanse it and then that energy can come back and be reused. So and then we can do a clearing for the for the earth as well so that it just evaporates and goes away. I think we need to do a big clearing for the earth right now. She's under an yep. awful lot of bombardment with wars and bombs and mines and hate and everything else, I think, at the present moment. She's actually saying, look, I'm, I'm going to play up if you, you know, I'm going to behave badly if you don't. <laughs> oh, planet's behaving badly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We need to clo 
clone yeah. you. <laughs> have you <laughs> circle around the world? <laughs> because well, I, you know, I'm we, sure we think we're not connected. We're not. We think we're not connected. Every single thing, every single person, every single living thing has a signature. Yep. We are all connected. We're all part of that that fiber optics, right? Of connection. Exactly. And I have a sneaking suspicion that the non-living things are connected as well. Yeah. But yes. But um. But yes, we have a hard enough time wrapping our head around. I know all the living things are connected. So, mm. well, this yeah. is why we have certain favorite glasses, or we our car has yes. an affinity, or favorite this and that is yes. because it's the signature of the item. It's how it makes us feel, and and we've you know we've given it that signature. And so, if we lose it, we feel it's a loss. Well, you just go and get another one, but you don't understand. <laughs> and even when our cars muck up and yeah. behave badly. Um, that often is just a mirror of ourselves. Mm. Right, so, so no driving rage. That too and I can clear that. <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that. No, 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 no. no, no, no it's no, not no. good for the car. <laughs> <laughs> Think and of there the are car. Some people, yeah, there are some people that that will resonate with. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I, you know, it's very easy to get into a rage and to get, you know, upset and to get anxious because, you know, let's face it, basically since COVID, it's really ignited a lot of shake up. You know, the universe gave me a saying, shake up to wake us up for us to step up, to change it up and to grow up vibrationally and also yep. to grow up and quit whining. And we're, yep. we're still very much, you know, in the shake up. And some people need to be more shaken than others. And a lot of people have already kind of decided, okay, enough shaking. I'm stepping up. I'm changing up. And we're seeing that. That's the people mm -hmm. that embrace the work that you're doing. And, and say, I may not understand it, but I recognize what it's doing. And yes. that, you know, how do I even find that practice within myself to do it for myself? And, you know, it's awareness, isn't it? If we're not willing mm -hmm. to talk about these things, then they're cloak and dagger. When we yes, make a exactly. common place. <laughs> That absolutely everything has a signature, everything is energy. And when we take care yes. of the energy and it's in fluidity, we're in flow. And yep. if we have disruption, then we're, you know, we're in the no-no. <laughs> and it's not that everybody has to become an energy healer no. or practitioner because I still go to a dentist and I don't have to study dentistry. I still have a mechanic and I'm not going to study mechanics. So exactly. you're, everybody you're has a role. To. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, you don't have to be all things to all people, no. but you just you need to be aware of the things and the trades that or services that you yes. need. But I think everybody needs to be aware of their energy, their own energy. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. And if they were more cognitive of their own energy and how I'm portraying myself, you know, if somebody gets angst or is rude back to you, what is it that you've portrayed? Oh, mm. you know, there's there's something going on here, right? Because, you know, yeah. energy begets the same energy. So if yeah. I'm getting negative energy around me, that means I must be putting it out or I'm open to receiving it and then I'm going to give it back? No. You know, you've got to... You could just be being um, felt as a safe place, place for them to release it. Oh, God, yes, yes, I know. I'm a garbage dump. <laughs> that doesn't mean you have to accept it. It can no, still no, just no. flow off you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yes, I know. But, you know, that stupid empathic stuff where you feel everything. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's hard to do. It's work in progress. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> work on your te Teflon coating. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, 
But I think, you know, if, you know, while the world is pointing out there that it's everybody else's fault, I say there's three fingers pointing back. And yep. say, you know, where's our accountability, our responsibility? What are we doing about it? And I think if we could yep. all step into something, because I don't care what you are doing as a trade, we're all energy. And if we mm. can be aware of our energy and how we are putting it out or how we're receiving it, that in that in that just simple awareness, we're already changing the frequency yes. because you know kindness kindness is a huge thing caring yes. about something yes. is a huge thing it, leading to that love love of life love of all things living uh, mm -hmm. which is a measurable high frequency you can't yes. go and do any harm to anyone if you're in that state yes. of love because it to do exactly. so is to harm yourself Yes, exactly, exactly. And it's a, such a lovely high frequency compared to shame or guilt or anger or any of the hate and all the of heavier that. ones. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Way yeah. too much to carry, folks. Just put it down, right? Mm, like, that's why take... a lot of people are tired. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, you do this uh, through Zoom calls. You don't have, people yep. don't have to come to Australia to see you to do this. And... If you would like to, I would be happy to have a cuppa with you and a piece of cake but we don't need to do that we can right. do it over zoom exactly yeah. and um, again what people don't understand uh, this energy can go anywhere once it's targeted mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be mm -hmm. within a few feet no right. that's right you get a person's I, signature and that's it yes i like to uh, well i ask people for a photo of their animal just because I'm a sticky beak and I just like to have a look at them. I don't need it for anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it's nice to have a <laughs> – like it's nice to, to know what you look like and I'm talking to you. But, right, exactly. But we could have done it over the phone without seeing each other. Right. So, um, and so yeah. if they have the animal in the room with you? My with animals them, are always – not the horses. With them, my, my dogs and cats. They're always yeah, I saw and I saw walking by there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was Rosie. She was trying to decide whether she's still going to lie next to the the, the window or not. <laughs> but, but Ralphie's at my feet. I, I when I used to do my shows, my animals were at my feet all the time, or on my yeah. lap, one or the other. Uh, yep. They just like the vibe, right? Mm, that felt yeah. good, Mum. That felt good. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, but if if somebody is talking to you about a particular animal, if they actually had it with them during a Zoom call, is that better or it doesn't matter? doesn't matter because they'll be included. Right. So yeah. basically you're picking up the energy of the animal through the human. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And that's just easier because the human speaks English. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I There are humans who don't speak English, <laughs> and, but I haven't um, actually worked with any of them yet. Yet. I need so, a yeah. translator for that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is that phone translation that's coming. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm sure there's some AI oh, thing yes. that they could speak in and it, and it would just come out as, as yes. English words for me. So right. I'm sure there's a way we could do it. I just haven't done it yet. Right. I haven't had the opportunity to, yet, to do that yet. So again, people, you know, how do you do it? How do you do it? It's really, you don't need to know how, just need to know it works. And just like, you know, people believe in, in God, but do, do you have tea with him? You know, it's yeah. you're, you're going on faith. This is a lot to do with faith and that I am trusting that what you do is going to be good for us. And so therefore, I'm open and ready to receive. But they have to come with free will. Have to come with, you know, be their own choice mm. and, and free will. Um, and 
I agree that they need faith for the, that first step. Mm-hmm. But after the first session, they feel stuff. Yes. And um, and they can't explain it, often can't explain it, but particularly with an animal, they see changes in their animal that mm-hmm. they cannot explain through what they would say was logic. Because right. I... Um, I would say it was logical because I've just done the treatment. Right. But um, so the only explanation is whatever it was that Joe did. Right. And do they acknowledge there's also a change in them or they just say, oh, no, it's just Sometimes. a dog? <laughs> Sometimes some kind of go, yeah, and they're not barking at night and I'm sleeping really well at night. Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> What's the um, most unusual animal that you've worked with? I would um, say human, but I'll go to Apple. <laughs> yeah, at this stage, people are still finding it a little bit new. And um, so it's been mainly those that they are living with. So the mm-hmm. dogs and the cats and horses, because we have a very, when you have a horse, you have a fairly close relationship with them because mm-hmm. you have to get on their back and be intimately connected with them in that way. Yes. Um, I have done a little bit of work with a farmer and a herd of dairy cows. Mm-hmm. Um, and and their animals are really good also because you can use them. You don't have to do the session with each individual cow. Right. Thank goodness there were 300 of them. Oh, wow. um, you can, <laughs> yeah, it might have taken a while. Uh-huh. You could use that as one herd. You could have say that that is one entity, wow. one group. So, yeah. Um, and, and that was a health issue that they all seemed to be not – not doing so well on this particular thing that they'd always done well on before. So, right. and there was a, a message of that they had cha- actually changed, even though the company just um, swore black and blue that they hadn't changed yeah. anything about the feed, something had changed. And so we found another um, feed that was supplement that was what they needed and they all shone again. Right. right. Mm. How do you feel mm. after a session? Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I would do this 24-7. <laughs> I mean, I, I have done these shows whether I, I, when I've had COVID, you know, when I've really been sick. And, yep. and people say, well, you know, shouldn't you be resting up? Nope, this, this, this is a healing thing for me. Yeah. Right? When, yeah. You're, when you're exchanging beautiful energies and it's, you know, sharing that wonderful wisdom, it just mm-hmm. lifts you right up and it does become it does, part of the, the, the medicine you seek. So, you know, I might be yes. croaking away like crazy, but, you know, it's good for yeah. all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I still need to sleep, so maybe I wouldn't do it 24-7, but, you know, <laughs> I'd do it as often as I could. <laughs> maybe you're doing it in your sleep, right? So oh, wouldn't that be good? Working. Oh, I'd love to be doing that. I hope, you tr- I hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I am so busy in my sleep. That's that's when I'm dimensional traveling and, and a lot of the creative force and, and a lot of the work I do is when I'm so-called sleeping. So yep. I wouldn't be surprised yep. if you're not out there that there's, you know, there's a, there's an animal that's fine tuned in and going, okay, yep. I'm tapping into you. <laughs> that's okay. I do not mind that at all. And like, I just <clears throat> was recognizing that my physical body probably does need a, a, rest, a rest so that it can do its stuff to, to heal yep. itself and things. But yeah, but yeah, if my, if I'm out, Doing other stuff. That's good. Yeah. I like um, yes. multitasking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So somebody, doesn't matter where they are in the world, 
um, <laughs> they've got an animal they think behaving badly, or maybe what it is is there's one kid in the family behaving badly, and it's made, and it's having an effect on the animal, whichever way it is. Um, <laughs> then they can just reach out to you and book a Zoom call and you can work yep. with them. How long is the session normally? Um, I usually book about half an hour to 45 minutes for, for the session, um, for, particularly for the first session. And um, so um, the small package, the uh, this package for small pets that I have is a three-session package. And so they're 40 to 45 minutes each. Um and if decided that you wanted to do the 12-week package, then there's most of them are half hours, but there's a the very first one, the middle one, and the very last one is an hour. And we go through and just the first one, we make a baseline of every issue that there is. Um, and then in that middle one, we check how we're going. So like if it was I was talking to you and going taking you and your pet through, you would be telling me how the rating how all those issues were going I wouldn't be right. it wouldn't be my call on how I thought they were going it's how you think they're going and then the very last one would be another hour and we go through the whole list again uh, in that middle one you can add more issues on that you, you'd forgot to put on the first well, one if you that have to. showed up differently right yeah mm. yeah um and because sometimes you need to clear a few issues before you see some other underlying yes. issues so yeah. and at the last one we then go through the whole list again and see how we went how it all went yeah and you but there ones in between a half an hour right so you do you see repeat people or do you find that mm. once once they've got it that that you know they're able to maintain that energy flow particularly those who choose to do the 12-week program um it's a bit like getting fit at a gym you don't yeah. get to that level and then stop you know, right. i'm fit enough now um it's a more of a maintenance yes. thing and, and we touch in once a month um, and just see if there's any issues that have come up and that we can just clear so that things are smooth again. Um, and if something came up and the person just went, oh, no, I know it's only been two weeks, but we've got to talk now, <laughs> then we just bring that one forward and that's fine. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that is the thing, you know, it's to, just because you've done something and maybe now you've picked up that you've, you're have you tapping into into your animal's energies and vice versa, and that doesn't mean that you don't need the top up now and again, or you don't need to make mm. sure that you are on track, that you, you haven't gone off, because sometimes yeah. we can slide off without realizing it, we get kind of caught up with what's going on, and we don't yep. realize it, and so sometimes having that realignment is really important. And also animals get really excited that, oh, I can talk to them now. I can get yeah. this message through. Right. And I had a horse that was limping. Well, not my horse. I had a friend whose horse was limping and I went and talked to him and his horse. And this horse was limping because that was the only way he could get this guy's attention. And he wanted to let him know that he needed to check out. And this blew my mind. Check out his mortgage, his bank and his mortgage because he wasn't getting the best deal. <laughs> I know. It's, and, it's, you kind of just see the animals feeling like they're tuning into what's going on in the world and they want to tell their masters. <laughs> well, my friend's reaction was a typical Aussie rude one of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, went and talked to his bank manager and then went and talked to a couple of other banks and, and did online searching and all that sort of stuff and got a better deal. Right. And did the so, horse stop limping? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do not undermine their intelligence. Nope. 
right? They don't need to, to be online or take a course or get a degree. They're in the knowingness and that knowingness exactly. is divinely channeled and it's far wiser than any of your knowledge. So pay attention. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the only animal I've had that have has dipped into mortgage broking, <laughs> brokering. <laughs> Who knows what else is to come? Quite fascinating, exactly. isn't yeah. it? It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, it just pay attention to them, please. Talk to them, you know, as as a, a living form. You know, yes. pay attention to what they're saying to you. It isn't just about the pat pat, good boy, good girl, and throw a stick. You know, they they love just as we love having them for companionship. They mm -hmm. love having the companionship where you talk to them as well. Yes, and if things are changing, just let them know. And say yeah. this is what's going to happen. Even if it's like, if I'm going away for a week, and you know. I'm going away for a week, which is, you know, going to be six sleeps. Don't worry, I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. Ken is going to feed you. So if there's any problems, don't take them out on Ken. Wait till I come back because Ken won't know because he's not a horse person, won't know how to fix it, okay? Just be chill with him. With him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's not had any problems. Right. Himself, so yeah. Them, no, so. no. And you know what? I, I, I don't know about you, but, I mean, I used to sing to my dog. Uh, she'd be sitting next to me in the car as we're driving and I'd turn around and sing to her and she'd just look at, at me with, ah, you know, my singing, you know. <laughs> yes, but she'd feel the me. love behind it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, just don't be afraid to be in, in, in tuned and goofy with your animals, you know, yes. because they've got so much to tell you. Get out of your... And they're not your judging. Own, your own ego or self-importance or anything else. No, they're just trying to communicate. And it's like, yeah. you know, get off your high horse <laughs> and, yeah. and have an eyeball yeah. to eyeball with them because they're, they've got a lot to share with you. Yeah, that other buzz phrase, they just want your authentic self. Exactly. And they can see your authentic self no matter what you put in front of it anyway. You're, so you exactly. may as well just be authentic with them. <laughs> exactly, because they know your BS and they'll call you out yeah. on it, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Now, if somebody wants to book a call with you, how do they get through? Do you have a site or do they reach out to you in different ways? It's probably easiest to um, email me because of the time difference and um, and my Calendly link doesn't always work because of being out in the country, so the internet doesn't always work. Yeah. But the email will get through and um, I'm always checking that. So it's um, really easy to, to reach out that way. And that's Joe Watson, J-O-W-A-T-S-O-N, 0606 at gmail.com. Yeah, and that's the number zero, not right. the letter. Yes, oh, yes, yes, zero six zero yeah. six, and of course you're on Facebook as Joanne Watson. Um, yes, that's the seven seven three nine eight code. In case there's another Joanne Watson there, and you're on LinkedIn and Joanne Watson as I well. Am. Yes, yes. So you yes. know, reach out. I do have a Google business page, but I don't do a lot of active. I don't I'm not actively using it. But um, if you Google me, then my company name is Calm Animals, and that's with a K K A R M. A-N-I-M-A-L-S. And, you know, calm animals make calm humans, right? Yes. Calm humans make calm animals. We want everyone to be in beautiful, wonderful flow here because all sorts of beautiful stuff can be downloaded then, right? That's because true. you're in the right vibe. So it is, it. it's work together, please. Work together with your animals. And yes. a, a quick question. Do animals have jealousy of each other if there's a few of they them can. around? Yep. 
Yeah. But usually it's a misunderstanding of what it is. Like um, at the moment I'm working with someone who has a dog that's a pup or a puppy that's about a year old and also one that's about four or five months old. And the older one's a little bit jealous of the younger one because they think they they didn't understand that. The, mm -hmm. Yeah. And didn't understand that they were just getting the younger one as a companion and a playmate, thought it was a replacement because he wasn't doing a good enough job. Ah, right. So we're working through that at the moment. So, yeah. I mean, just like you would when a sibling, you know, comes in, mm -hmm. when you have another child, it's like this is your baby sister or brother, your big brother, and I give them something to do to be a part of it. And then yep. they realize it's, it, oh, this is an extension. You know, I don't, yes. you don't love me less. It's just there's more love to go around, right? So, yes. And yeah, animals exactly. have so much love to give. They don't bottom out on love, do they? No, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this has been great. And, you know, and just, you know, kind of around the Christmas period for where people get stressed out, you know, they pull the crackers, they get banged. A lot of animals, we didn't touch on that, but a lot of animals do not like the bangs or the fireworks. That's um, true. It, I had one that literally would froth at the mouth. We had to tranquilize them every time there were fireworks. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. And it came back, I think, from the kennel days because uh, we got yeah. from the kennel. And I think every time she heard a bang, we lost her over one Christmas and she ended up guarding um, the Belgium consulate. And our doctor wow. went there and found her, you know. Uh, uh, but she was so utterly freaked out with bangs. And yeah. it's like, if your animal does have something that, it makes it nervous. Be please be aware of it. It's not being bad. It's this. This is obviously a trigger of something, mm. and uh, maybe you can mm. ask it what it is. But please honor the fact in that you know it's scared, and be be careful with that. Yeah, and one good um, tip to have, like if you've got some child safety gates, mm -hmm. you can put them up in your house that keeps your animals safe, but they still can see through them, so they still see feel part of yeah. the of the what's going on with the house whereas if you actually close a door they kind of feel a bit left out and forgotten but yes. um if if you've got a child safety gate then they can still feel as though they're part of the what's going on as well yeah there was a, 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 a video online of a dog um on the other side of the gate and just staying there, even though there was a huge gap that it could get around. Yeah. <laughs> it was staying there because the gate had been put there and waiting for that permission. So it, it was quite interesting. <laughs> and then you've got yeah. the dog at the animal shelter uh, unlocking all the cages and letting all the animals out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that dog. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Come on, mate, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <Definitely>. Party. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they do like to party. They do. Yeah. Yeah, they mm -hmm. like a good time just as much as us. And if you're joyful and partying, you know, this Christmas, great. When the fights break out, though, you're going to disturb the dog. Yes. Right? You're going yes. to disturb the cat or any other animal you've got in the house. You're going to disturb them. So be yes. cognitive of that and say, no, it's not just bad for the children. It's bad for the animals, right? Let's yes. just pull yes. ourselves in here and behave. And uh, just watch all the food. Make sure that the animals don't get into the, our food because not because I don't want to share, but because a lot of our food's not good for them. It's not right, good for exactly. us either, but it's not good for them. So um, yes, don't leave yeah. the turkey unattended on the table. They know how oh, to no. climb. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and they've been smelling it cooked just like oh, we. Oh yes, yes, and, and and I would actually lay a plate, you know, on the ground for the cat and dog of the turkey. Uh, yes. So they felt they had it too, right? So yes. include them, please. <laughs> include them, right? Yes. 
Yes. Don't just give and them their you, ordinary dry food that night. Put some gravy, you know, turkey juice or yes. skin or something on it. Let them feel yes. that they're a part of that. Otherwise, it's torture. <laughs> exactly. Poor thing. And yeah. they might behave badly to try and give you a message. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Up yours, parents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where's me turkey? <laughs> so, I sh- um, just a quick note. There, um, my dog unzipped my daughter's bag, got it into her um, headache pills that she had at school, ibuprofen, Undid the yep. cap and swallowed two or three of that, <gasps> which is so deadly oh. for them, ibuprofen yeah. especially. She lost like seven pounds in a few days. The kidneys were oh. challenged and everything. Fortunately, she was okay. We got her back. But we thought we had everything tied up tight. It's in the yep. school bag, in the container, but she still managed yep. to get in it. And I wow. don't know what message she was trying to give us at that time, but that was just, mm. no. That would be interesting one to go and have a look at. Yeah, 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 definitely. But it it ended up hurting her, which I didn't like to see. So, so no, we've got you know we've got to be mindful that they don't always know everything that's good for them, even they because they work on a cosmic level, uh, mm. and that you know just be sensible. Please, just be sensible, right? Yeah, yeah. And having some pet-free zones is not a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Everybody relax then. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, Sorry. if you're worrying about you, you know your animal reacting. Yes. As you said, have it over in another place. It can see you, but it, it, there's the boundaries. And if the kids are running wild, then you're not worried. Yes. yes. Right. And the elderly, you don't want them to trip over. Yes. Like as we were talking about before with the cats just loving yes. them. Yes. You don't want anyone to be hurt and, and to trip over. And that could, if they land on a dog or a cat, then not only can they hurt themselves, but they can hurt the animal as well. Right. Well, you know, the, the dog mistaking grandpa's, you know, walking stick. <laughs> For a treat. <laughs> yeah, <right. Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, just be mindful, please. Just be mindful. You know, yeah. An animal is your responsibility, just as your children are. Yes. Right? You're a yes. custodian of your animal, and they're there to give you as much love and support yes. and joy in your life. But it's a two-way street, mate. You've got to look after your animal as well and pay attention. Right. That's certainly true. Yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joanne, for being here today and sharing all your wonderful knowledge. Thank you for your inf- your invitation. It's been so much fun. Uh, well, really you, you know, they're, they're just, I mean, what would a world be without animals? It wouldn't be worth living. It wouldn't. No, definitely not. It's a sadder place, wouldn't it? Oh, would be, you know, <laughs> especially with just us humans. No, we, we need the animals in our life to keep us in check. Most True. certainly, right? To keep True. us, you know, I can't say human. I would say kind of human beings because when we're being, we're at a higher level, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. please don't somebody say behaving like a dog, then that's a compliment. Exactly. <laughs> Do not use it in a decorative way. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much, love. And for everybody you, else Sarah. out there, you know, don't forget to buy your, your animals, your dog, especially in cats, treats for Christmas. They like yes. opening presents as well. They're getting exactly. into all the excitement. If they get overexcited, yes, give them their time out, their boundary. Don't punish them for it because they're picking up on your energy, please. So be mindful, please. All right. And be loving. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening.
We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.